welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I'm a licensed firearm dealer for the last 13 years. I'm passionate about our Second Amendment rights, and in this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as I might throw in a sports story, a movie topic, or something going on in the current environment, like the election. So, today is December 27th. Sunday, and I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas holiday. Mine was great. I got time to spend time with my, my boys, and I'm taking a few days off. So we're going to get to continue to do that for the next uh, week or so before I have to go back to my real job. But I thought I would uh, pop on today and talk about the ATF withdrawing the guidance that they had issued on pistol braces that we talked about last week. I will, I'm going to read from their notice that they put out just the other day. And this says the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Farms and Explosives ATF is announcing the withdrawal of a notice requesting notice and request for comments entitled objective factors for classifying weapons with stabilizing braces that was published on December 18, 2020. It goes on to say, Upon further consultation with the Department of Justice and the Office of the Deputy Attorney General, ATF is withdrawing, pending further Department of Justice review, the notice and request for comments entitled Objective Factors for Classifying Weapons with Stabilizing Braces that was published on December 18, 2020. As explained in the notice, the proposed guidance was not a regulation. The notice informed and invited comment from the industry and public on a proposed guidance prior to issuing a final guidance guidance document. So why are they doing this? Well, I think they got overwhelmed, and I think our voices echoed uh, through the halls of the ATF, and it shows that we, we do matter, that the people do matter, and that we have to continue to, to lift our voices up. They opened it up for comments, and the last time I checked, there were uh, about 70,000 comments made as regarding this notice. And they still had the comment period was scheduled to go through January 4th. So they got about halfway into this, into the comment period and withdrew it. And I don't, I don't know if we discussed this last when we talked about this, but you know, typically the comment period is anywhere from 30 to 90 days and they only opened it up for, for two weeks on this particular issue. And I think they were hoping to slide it in between Christmas and, and New Year's and nobody would notice, but we noticed and we expressed our displeasure on it. Another interesting fact was that the Congress, 90 members of Congress signed on to a letter that they sent to the ATF expressing their uh, displeasure with this guidance. And I'm just going to read uh, a little bit from the letter because I think uh, they expressed what everybody was uh, concerned about. So and this is uh, quoting from the letter, and this was uh, R Richard Hudson, uh, a member of Congress that wrote this that wrote the letter, and then, like I said, uh, 90, 89 other members signed on to it. And so he said, the guidance claims to lay out several, quote-unquote, objective criteria for the design features of which the ATF will use to deem these farms subject to classification under the National Firearms Act and could turn law-abiding gun owners into criminals overnight. According to the ATF guidance, these factors Factors are based on known stabilizing braces and similar attachments. No single factor or combination of factors is necessarily dispositive, and ATF examines each weapon holistically on a case-by-case -case basis. Should the guidance give clarity to the industry and law-abiding citizens, it would provide better insight into the issue at hand. However, the guidance does not just does not just the opposite does just the opposite by allowing the ATF to be subjective in their determination. 
With ambiguous and malleable subjective criteria such as these, it is obvious the ATF has no interest in clarifying the matter, but banning stabilizing braces outright and submitting lawful, lawfully purchased firearms and their owners to federal regulation. Exactly what we said, and that is what the ATF was trying to do. He also states that in your own in your own published guidance, you, you state the brace concept was inspired by the needs of disabled combat veterans who still enjoy recreational shooting but could not reliably control heavy pistols without assistance. Consequently, ATF agrees that there are legitimate uses for certain stabilizing braces. The ATF agrees there are legitimate uses for braces, but this guidance indicates otherwise. We are disturbed a government agency would issue guidance that would take away a disabled veteran's ability to enjoy his constitutionally protected right. In fact, the ATF seems committed to attacking the constitutionally protected rights of all law-abiding citizens. The Second Amendment is the right that allows us to defend our other rights. If you, if we are to uphold the Constitution, this right cannot be infringed upon. Bravo. Bravo, bravo, bravo. At least there are some members in Congress that have somewhat of a backbone, as we've been talking about the election and the, the lack thereof among um, different members of, of state legislatures and our current legislatures and the court. But this this is an instance where it does show that our, our voices are to be heard. And I think they echoed loudly. And I applaud everybody that commented and let the ATF know that this was really not acceptable. That uh, it was obvious and clear that they were trying to uh, restrict our rights, turn us into criminals overnight, and get us to either destroy or uh, register devices that had previously been, been legal. Hopefully, as we move forward, we can continue to fight for these rights, that we continue to speak up, and that this demonstrates and hopefully can buoy our confidence that our voice does matter. As we go through this election, you know, I've seen that, you know, there are a lot of cowards out there in that we've elected into Congress that are just really wanting to go with the flow, the status quo, and all they're really worried about is what committee they, they can get on and the potential for getting reelected and making sure they get invited to all the right parties. And that's not what we send them there for. So I think as, as this is an example that we are being heard. I think the mainstream media has tried to uh, tamper, tamp us down and give us the impression that we have no voice, that we are the minority, that we're a fringe group out there. But we're not the fringe. We are the majority. Um, the vast majority of this country shares the, the values that we that we all share and our um, love of liberty and freedom and our uh, desire to keep our constitutional rights, including the Second Amendment. So I'm just continuing to urge you to, to not fight, to, to not quit, give up on the fight, to keep fighting. I heard a, a story the other day, and in that they mentioned that in the Revolutionary War, we lost more battles then we won. But our patriots were just persistent and they would not give up. And so don't get caught up on the battles we're losing. We're going to win the war. We have to keep fighting. We have to keep moving forward and hold the line and don't give in on anything. And that includes our Second Amendment right. That includes making sure that our Constitution is is up, upheld. And that is making sure that we have legal elections going forward. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I 
again. I, I like doing this podcast. This is going to be my last. Well, I may I may slip one in before 2021, just because I'm going to have a busy weekend next weekend. My brother's coming into town, and we're going to build a couple ARs for my boys. So I'll probably be talking about that um, here in the next couple of weeks on how, how that how that goes. But so I may try and slip in a quick podcast before the actual end of 2021. 20, so this may not be my last one of 2020, but if it is, everybody have a happy new year going forward, and let's just pray that 2021 is better than it was before. If you like this podcast, you know, subscribe to it, give it five stars in, in the Apple uh, podcast, share it with anybody else. I'm going to put in my show notes links to the letter from Congress, as well as the ATF withdrawal, so you can reference those if you need to share that with other people. My contact information will be there as well. So reach out to me if you have any questions and comments that you want to uh, share with me. And again, thank you and have a great day.